Muggles with Attitude is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that armadillos have a 100% compliance with wearing masks? There were some evil armadillos that didn't wear masks, but they're all dead of COVID now. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Yeah. Seriously, just wear your mask. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. For more armadillo-related facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out on the web at patreon.com slash club. to Muggles with Attitude. We're reading J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series of fantasy novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 21 through 25 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the sixth book in the Harry Potter series. Previously, Harry spends Christmas at the borough where he gets, a, where he gets into a tiff with the wizard president. Then it's back to Hogwarts where Harry continues his Voldemort tutoring and gets a secret mission to unravel a mysterious memory. Harry fucks that mission right up and turns his attentions back to his true passion, spying on Malfoy. Ron's birthday comes around and Harry gets him drugged and then poisoned so he can't play Quidditch. Happy birthday to Ron. (laughs) Then Harry has one more class with Dumbledore. He learns that Voldemort murdered a lady for some fancy souvenirs and that Voldemort really wanted to work at Hogwarts, but Dumbledore wouldn't go for it. I'm not sure how useful all that is, but I feel like we're getting a pretty clear picture of what a jerk Voldemort is. Yeah, he would have made a really good dark arts teacher, though. I know. I like this. Is, this is this is really what his calling was. Just think think about it this way: if if he had been a dark arts teacher, he might not have become Voldemort, right? Killer of all. Maybe people. those kids would have touched his one seventh of a soul. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Chapter twenty one: the unknowable room. I just want to say thank God for Hermione, because Harry sees a spell in his super not at all suspicious book that says. And he has no idea what the spell is. It just says, for enemies. And Harry's like, man, I sure am dying to check out this spell that I know <laughs> no. nothing about except it's for enemies. I know. Except I don't want to do it in front of Hermione. <laughs> like, that's literally the only thing stopping him from this. <laughs> he would have used it on Ron right then and there, right? It's called, yeah. what, Sectum Sempra? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I took, like, one semester of Latin, and I'm like, that's going to cut people off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't know why they don't teach Latin at Hogwarts. This would make a whole lot of things a lot clearer. It's, it's funny, though, because Harry's in the book because he realizes how useless, useless he is at this job. He's like, well, maybe the book has an answer because this is like the only book that Harry trusts. <laughs> maybe the book can tell me how to get the secret out of him. I don't know. Oh, Harry, you stupid, stupid child. Yeah. Um, but Creature and Dobby show up in the common room one evening to report about Malfoy because, remember, Harry said them on his trail yeah it, it like i have to say i was astounded that this apparently worked out pretty well like, mm-hmm. like i think both jeff and i were were thinking this is there's no way this is going to be successful Absolutely, right dobby yeah. does not have a very good track record yeah and and creature like actively hates harry so yeah. you know he's not exactly invested in the success of this mission but somehow the two, yeah, between I, the two of them i thought it was going to be like you know, Master Potter wants to know where Malfoy is, so I'm going to put Malfoy in a grave. <laughs> that way, Master Potter knows where he is all the time. <laughs> Made it super easy for you, Master Potter. He's buried beneath the lake. <laughs> and he'll be there forever. But that is not what happens, and it's good because the information that Harry gets from them, he figures out that Malfoy's been going to the Room of Requirement, 
and he does a little more thinking too like his deductive thinking thinking is getting better which i mean it's going from having zero abilities whatsoever yeah, I mean, to is, starting to kind of figure stuff out well he I mean, figures out that crab and goyle must be taking polyjuice potion to guard the room of requirement that is true yeah that honestly it feels like a bit of a leap of logic to me yeah because Malfoy does have female like companions that would do his dirty work for him but still he seems to be right so that's good yeah maybe he doesn't trust them or maybe like if it's somebody like pansy parkinson it's just too obvious that there's that connection there but i'm sure that there's some like first year slytherin girls he could have bullied into just doing that yeah right yeah he's the prefect or whatever right and he's never been afraid to use that power before yeah i guess he's just trying to keep it all like in the family you know he's known crab and goyle for a long time and i wouldn't be surprised if their fathers are cronies of uh, Lucius Malfoy as well. I, yeah. I gotta say, these these are teenage boys, and like, when Harry Potter was first saying, like, they're stealing Polyjuice Potion and turning into girls, and then, you know, standing guard for him. <laughs> like, that's not exactly where I thought this was going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that'd be I pretty mean, amazing. That might not be the only thing they're using it for. I mean, right? <laughs> isn't Polyjuice Potion hard to make? It, didn't it take the, like, isn't it kind of difficult to make, and if you mess it up, isn't it really bad? I mean, they stole they're... it from a vat in the basement. Yeah. Oh, okay. They stole it from Slughorn. Yeah, Slughorn had a big old thing of it for reasons. How much did they steal? <laughs> I don't think you have to drink a whole lot, you right? Don't? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember. I mean, I know that it's been it has been a long time since they used that polyjuice in book one, two. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. God, was it? It's funny how polyjuice potion is always related to crab and goyle somehow. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, so what else happens? Um, he has a run-in with Moaning Myrtle, who tells him that there's a boy who's been hanging out in the restroom crying. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, she does. She won't reveal much information about it, though, because I guess she's happy to have someone who will talk to her. Well, mm-hmm. Harry doesn't really ask her about this, because he doesn't care about Moaning Myrtle's crap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking as a, a longtime player of video game RPGs, I'm like, this is a quest line right here. you got to click on this. <laughs> there's, like, there's a whole bunch of content here that you're skipping, Harry. Yeah, he's just like clicking fast through the dialogue options, not actually reading anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it seems like Hermione basically solved this Slughorn thing for Harry. He just doesn't quite understand yet. Like, Hermione's basically saying, you have the means to do this. And he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, you know, basically you just have to talk to him. But Harry hasn't gotten around to that part yet. No, he hasn't. Because oh. he's still a little obsessed with Malfoy. Yeah, it's, it, it's, clearly what, it's clear what, what quest uh, Harry is interested in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because while everybody else goes to Hogsmeade, he goes up to the room of requirement where Malfoy, where he thinks Malfoy is and just like hangs out there. Yeah, for like hours, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, this is a Harry Potter plan. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go stand next, st- stand next to his blank wall, <laughs> yeah. and glare at it for hours. <laughs> yeah, Keep I'm gonna try and think it. things until it opens. But I'm starting, work. I'm starting to buy into this whole like thing about Tonks, though your distrust of Tonks because she shows up again and wants to see Dumbledore, but sh- she doesn't know he's gone. Which is interesting. You'd think she would know that, right? And that's a really big piece of information. I think that she is an inferius. What? No, because those are just like zombies. They don't have... They're not sentient. But they do the bidding of whoever controls them. I think they can't talk, though. Well, she doesn't do a very good job of talking. That's a good point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe she's... So maybe an inferius with a charm or something cast on her. Right, yeah. I I think she's dead, and this is just Tonks' body. 
and somebody, maybe Malfoy, is driving her around. Oh, like a like a Tonks puppet. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to kill someone to do that in the Wizarding World, though, right? You just Imperius curse them. That's true, but maybe Malfoy can't do that. Uh, sure. I don't know. They were just describing the properties of Inferi in one of these chapters, and that reminded me of Tonks, mm. the way she's acting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Chapter. Uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. We also learned that uh, Mundungus is, is in Azkaban now. He kind of had it coming. Yeah I, oh, he, yeah. I mean, he crossed Harry Potter, and everyone yeah. knows that's you, what you don't do, I right? Mean, hashtag, the system works. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, like, he was a known criminal for a long, long time. Until he crossed Harry Potter. <laughs> it's true. So does the system work? I mean, I it's know. probably for his own protection. Yeah, that's right. He's safe in there. <laughs> yeah, because Harry was definitely about to kill that dude. Yeah, right? You can be on Harry's shit list, or you can be in this horrible, like, torture prison surrounded by these ghost things that suck out your happiness. <laughs> I'll take torture prison. Yeah. Well, is it... Are the Dementors still in Azkaban? Because, I mean, like, they turned on it. They turned, right? So it, are there any more torture... Demons in Azkaban? I wonder. I don't know. <clears throat> That's a really good question. My assumption is that Azkaban is being guarded by wizards now. But it I don't could know. be. Yeah. We just don't find out because Harry don't care. That's right. He does not. Mm-mm. Chapter 22, after the burial. Aragog dies. Yeah, and Hagrid asks them to endanger themselves to come watch him bury that giant spider. Endanger themselves and possibly put themselves in a whole lot of trouble too because they're... That's breaking school rules yeah, like, right now. Not normal I mean, what am I rules. kidding? None of, the, none of those <laughs> yeah. rules apply to Harry. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the thing, right? Like, of course Harry's down for this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And finally, you know, this was, like, set up for us a long time ago, but they finally realized, like, why not use the Felix Felicis to try to get Slughorn's memory from yeah. him? I want to point out that this plan did not come from Harry. This was Ryan Hermione. <laughs> yes. Well, because the funny thing is, Harry had thought about that, but apparently getting his dick wet is more important to him than getting the information he needs to defeat Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's clear that Harry does not prioritize Dumbledore's quest here. (laughs) He's like, well, I could, or I could try to get lucky with Ginny. I mean, I know, right? Yeah, Ron. (laughs) Sorry, that's a great idea, Ron, but I was kind of saving that potion to help me get with your sister. (laughs) No, 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 not like that, you know. I was I mean, gonna give it to her, and then the luckiest day of her life was when. I, <laughs> that's when so she gross. Harry Potter. <laughs> she slips and falls on this. <laughs> her chosen one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so this plan is much better than the shout the question in Slughorn's face and run away, which we call the Harry Potter special. <laughs> True. Yeah, he's because he's been having no luck getting the memory from any of the classes. Yeah, but he's like, look, uh, I want to use, I don't want to use this potion because I want to use it to bang Ginny. So let me try one more time in potions <laughs> class, right? Mm-hmm. And I love this because he goes to potions class and Slughorn's like, make me something fun. And I, all I could think was like, do wizards have like club drugs? Like, hey kids, make me some Molly. You know, I gotta get my roll on. <laughs> I mean, he does make a cheering charm. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's like a euphoria potion. I was like, wizard, wizard formula for MDMA. Like, you know what? Get Slughorn in a really responsive mood would be some black tar heroin. (laughs) It's gonna feel great, you know. Wow. Yeah, I assume that's what the liquid euphoria is. Mm -hmm. But Slughorn, Uh, he wouldn't ask the kids for that. He would ask, uh, what's her name? The the. Sprouts? Pomona. Pomona Sprout. Professor yeah, yeah, Sprout. Yeah, because she, she's got the, the grow room, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got the, the, the herbal remedies. <laughs> In between potions and herbology, like, dang. 
everyone at Hogwarts has got, like, especially the professors, got to be, right? I was wondering why these people live at this place, to be teachers here. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that it was because they must get paid a whole lot to, you know, live in this old, moldy old castle and do a kind of not very thankful job. But it's because there's plentiful uh, drugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, absolutely. Like Anything the best wizard drugs ever. And everybody knows, like, Dumbledore doesn't have to follow any, any laws, so <laughs> That's I'm sure right. that yeah. extends to his teachers. You're on Dumbledore's property now. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. Even though an interesting question there is they kind of have to, you know, they get to make whatever potion they want, and Malfoy makes a hiccuping potion? Why would you want to hiccup a lot? That doesn't sound very pleasant, does it? No. I, I, I'm not hmm. sure. I think he's just not trying that hard, honestly. Maybe he doesn't sure. know what enjoyment is. <laughs> he mm. doesn't know what happiness is. <laughs> he's like, oh, you mean that feeling that I get when I hiccup sometimes. That's that's a good feeling, right? <laughs> no, that's what everyone wants to stop doing. <laughs> that's the only time my pain stops. <laughs> that's the only time my dad is nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that one time I hiccuped and he asked if I was okay. That one time. <laughs> that was the best day of my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harry takes the Felix Felicis. Yeah, because yeah, the the he's trying to get Slughorn high, and Slughorn won't go for it. So he's like, I'm mainline some lady that. luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he only takes like half of it. It still gets him super high. Yeah, this is like this like, is this like, is funny. Slughorn didn't mention that, but this stuff really sends you on a trip. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh man, I can just see, like, I just feel like I'm supposed to do this thing. It's it's like playing life with a player's guide, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's having a great time. He goes down to Hagrid's, and he and meets... And then on the way, mm-hmm. he manages to break Ginny and Dean Thomas up. Uh-huh. I know! And, and Ron and Lavender. Yeah, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, huh, well, that, that potion's efficient, isn't it? <laughs> I know. You don't need a lot of this yeah, stuff. He hasn't even left the tower yet, and he's managed to do that. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He meets Slughorn on the way and entices him to come to Hagrid's. I gotta say, this feels a little exploitative, right? Like, oh, hey, my friend's best friend's spider died, and uh, if you come along, you could probably milk the spider for some spider venom. But you know what? That sounds well, a whole lot worse when I say it out loud. This isn't a potion of morality. He <laughs> gets his job done, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, come along and milk a spider. I like Slughorn. <laughs> I like, like he's always trying to make a few bucks. He's oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he, well, he does say they don't make very much money, to your point from previous, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So better get these drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the street value is of that spider venom? <laughs> it gets you fucked up. <laughs> they yeah. proceed to get drunk. Not Harry, but uh, Slughorn and Hagrid after I mean, they bury Aragog. He tries to get him. He they, t- yeah, they, they get absolutely plastered. Yeah. With Harry, right? And yeah. the only reason Harry doesn't get plastered is because the magic drug tells him not to drink. <laughs> That's right. He's oh. already too high to drink. Yeah. I also want... Okay, I do if want... If you drink with this, you are going to trip balls. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. Uh, I do want to point out that Slughorn uh, is knows that this is safe to drink because he's been having house elves poison test his drinks for him. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And yeah. Harry Potter does not care about that at all. <laughs> He's like, good thing Hermione's not here because she'd give a shit about that. <laughs> not me, though. <laughs> uh, it's just like, you know, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's really messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's in a way, it's more fucked up that none of them think that's fucked up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say it. 
He gets Slughorn super drunk, and he plays on Slughorn's affection for his mother, and he gets the memory. This is stone cold, <laughs> yeah. man. He I mean, just like he did like, what he had to do, and he wasn't lying. No, it's it's true. It's just he he really puts the like puts the irons to him. You know, it's like yeah. ooh. And I, you know, all of his friends are kind of better off, right? Except for Dean Thomas. <laughs> yeah, sucks well, to be him. Yeah, but you know, Hagrid and Slughorn kind of made a friend. Hagrid got people to come to his funeral. Slughorn got profitable. Magical reagents. Yeah, I guess a long-term connection between the two of them. Yeah, right? They might be bros now. Who knows? They could be. Yeah. I think Uh, Hagrid could use some more friends. I really liked this rhyme. It made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Of the the song they were singing. Uh And Odo the hero, they bore him back home to the place that he'd known as a lad. They laid him to rest with his hat inside out and his wand snapped in two, which was sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great drinking song. (laughs) Yeah. Which was like that's a, that's a little bit of a weak rhyme, but it is pretty funny. Yeah, I like it. It's just it's just weak enough to be funny. Yeah, no, definitely. I really loved this whole scene. I thought it was so good. I loved the whole time that they were there. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, uh, we're getting close to the end of this book, which means we're we're getting close to the part where we watch the movie. I don't remember any of this stuff, so I'm curious to see the movie again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would note that they this plan that the Felix Felicis made Harry enact. Is the same plan that Dumbledore used on that orphanage master, remember? Oh, that's right. Get him right. drunk and pump him for information. That's right. Oh, yeah. Totally worked, too. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so Harry really knew about this all along, right? Like, knew, knew, had the strategy in his head all along. Yeah, you'd think so, He'd right? seen that memory, yeah. yeah. You're right, he did see that memory. What would uh-huh. Dumbledore do here? I don't know. Get him wasted. <laughs> I just love that, love that whole scene, love this whole chapter. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. It was... Chapter 23, Horcruxes. After the, after um, Hagrid and Slughorn basically black out, he rushes to Dumbledore's office with the memory. Hold on, though. There is. I, I feel like we're keeping like a tally of strange portrait behaviors, so I uh-huh. want to mention that the fat lady lies to Harry in direct opposition to her assigned job. Like, he says the password, she said, no, the password's changed, which isn't true. Mm-hmm. And then, mm. so like, just because she's annoyed at Harry for waking her up, yeah. So they can be annoyed. They can lie. Uh-huh. They can do things that aren't their nominal job. They yeah. can sleep. They can sleep, although not this one apparently. And not one of <laughs> Fucking Harry Potter keeps waking her up. <laughs> God damn it, Harry! He's like a cat, and he's getting out again. <laughs> yeah. Make up your goddamn mind. <laughs> what is this? The portrait lady's life like? I probably, it's probably funny a lot of the time, except when it's not. You know. Yeah, I mean, none of them are insane, right? Except for the ones that started insane. Because I think they'd be crazy if they were just trapped in this room forever. Maybe she is. Maybe. I don't know. So they see the memory. They finally see the memory. And in this unaltered memory, Slughorn tells Tom Riddle about the Horcruxes. And a Horcrux is an object in which someone can put part of their soul so that even if the body is destroyed, they can't die. So now we know. Yeah, and, and, and all it takes is committing a murder, like... Harry could have, what, two, three Horcruxes He probably right does have some accidental <laughs> Horcruxes. <laughs> I was like, this is easy. This is easy peasy. I, I figured they'd be talking about like eating a baby unicorn or something. But no, even Voldemort's like, really, that's it? Shit, I'll do like seven. <laughs> I think sevens are cool. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, seven's a cool number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he chooses seven, which is apparently just the most horrific thing that anybody can think of. Seven murders? It's like Harry's well, like... Well, six murders. Oh, right, right. Because, you know, 
And I, I think it's not so... I mean, the murder, yes, that's evil, but I think there's also the whole, like, you're ripping your soul into parts thing that's horrific as well. I thought that happened automatically when you murdered somebody, the idea. I don't think that every time somebody kills somebody else, it creates another horcrux. I think there's a spell that goes along with it, which requires murdering someone. I don't think you just... Anytime you kill someone... No, no. So I, I think I think after you kill someone, you have a grace period. Yeah. To go turn in the, the murder credit. <laughs> you have the, the the torn soul coin. That you, <laughs> yeah. You can then put into the the horcrux right, bank. Right. One of the vending machines in, in Nocturne Alley. That's right. <laughs> so it turns out that Dumbledore's theories he had were correct. He had first suspected it with Tom Riddle's diary, and when I thought back to it, I was like, yeah, like, that makes sense. Like Tom Riddle's diary, we had some questions at the time. But it was super weird because he was like the boy, but it wasn't really the boy. And mm-hmm. the diary could like communicate. It was all very bizarre. Like, and it was never really explained for us. Yeah, I'd actually forgotten that that was a horcrux. So rereading, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It explains yeah. more now what it is. Yeah. It feels like a retcon to me. But uh, it is very, I mean, it's probably right. I, do, I really don't think so. Do you think I've she was been, planning horcruxes by book one? Since I've been doing this podcast, I've been spending a lot of time reading about her and Potter and her website, Pottermore, mm-hmm. and um, stuff about her. And she actually sat down when she started writing these books and she planned it all out. She did make some changes along the way in terms of like people who died and stuff, but she had, she had this whole thing planned out. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. A, pre- a idea of where she was going to go with it. But, and, I mean, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So and and so there was the diary which Harry killed, and then the ring which Dumbledore destroyed. So yeah. six Horcruxes, and they've already killed two of them. One of them by accident. Mm-hmm. This should be easy, right? Yeah. yeah, totally easy. They're trying to figure out what the other ones are. So another Horcrux would be Slytherin's locket. Right. We don't know what happened to that. Right. And Helga Hufflepuff's cup, which belonged to the lady that he murdered. Mm-hmm. And then the other two probably have to do something with Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. Oh, no. They, they, didn't they say that uh, <laughs> that he probably made one of the Horcruxes his pet snake? Yeah, and then the last one is probably the snake. Yeah, because that's the sort of thing an angsty middle schooler would think was cool, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would put my soul in snake. But that would have happened very recently, which is really interesting to me, because you feel because I thought when I started reading it that the Horcruxes were something he had done just like a long time ago, you know, when he was a young man, because mm-hmm. that's is, when a lot of these stories take isn't place. Isn't the snake old? The the snake, the thing is, this they're saying that the snake was, snake Horcrux was a result of when he murdered the caretaker at the Riddle's house, which was only like a year ago. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that was a response to learning that one of the Horcruxes had been destroyed, right? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe the old snake died. They don't live that long. Yeah. Mm, maybe. And he, I, I, think, I think I remember Dumbledore saying that they hadn't, like he, he hadn't been planning to die when he killed Harry Potter, so he wasn't finished with his like Horcrux plan. Yeah. Oh, so that, okay. Yeah, that was part of it too. He was like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't get to make my last Horcrux. Well, this is the only guy I can kill. Better get with it. <laughs> and I have a quote here. Voldemort himself created his worst enemy, just as tyrants everywhere do. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. You don't think I that, see no relevance. You don't think the tyrants create their own worst enemy? No, I think that's total BS. <laughs> I, I just think that there's some relevance to what is going on in our lives right now. Yeah, that's true. So... Um, I have a note that says, ask Jeff about Harry's conversation with Dumbledore about the prophecy. I guess I wanted you to track, I want to see what you thought about it. Uh, oh, he has that whole conversation. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, it, 
I wrote down in my notes, this is BS. Yes, that's kind of what I figured you'd say. Because uh-huh. like the like the prophecy is either true or it's not true, but now it is true because he made it true. Uh, and Harry, like, the reason Harry Potter is better than Dumbledore is because he has the power of love in his heart. Voldemort. Voldemort. Better than Voldemort. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy, right? Same guy. <laughs> uh, which is like kind of weird because Harry Potter doesn't feel a whole lot of love, right? Like, he likes his friends. He's got, you know, friendship is magic. That's something. But, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have some overwhelming love for all humankind or something. It, it felt, it read to me, okay, yes, that, but it also read to me as very, very manipulative in a way that I had never really felt it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, when like you talk about Dumbledore, like, I'm like, okay, like, I understand where you're coming from, but I really felt it in this whole discussion. I felt that also the, I felt like Dumbledore was making these crazy leaps of logic in what he thought, like, oh, and then he said he liked the number seven, so there's got to be seven Horcruxes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a bit of a, a stretch, but they, they just sort of keep going, and that's officially the rule now. Mm-hmm. The whole thing struck me as BS, and Harry Potter's like, well, why am I special? And Dumbledore's like, because... Because of love, Harry, which is the kind of thing you say to your suicide soldier that you're grooming to send out to battle against the <laughs> evil wizard. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that, like, you know, Dumbledore says Harry's about the power of love, but it sounds a lot more like he's about the power of revenge. Like, right, yeah, right? When he says, like, think of how you feel when you think about Voldemort, how Voldemort killed your mom and dad. And Harry Potter does not feel love, right, at that moment. Mm-hmm. He feels like he feels vengeance. hatred. I would call it hatred, right? Yeah. But either way, Harry's totally bought in. He's like, forget defense against dark arts professors. I want to go kill some souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the reason Harry Potter doesn't doesn't become a Death Eater is because he he knows how to feel love. Right. So not one of those Death Eaters can feel love. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Like not Lucius and and what's her name? No, no. Narcissa. Well, she's not a is, she, is Narcissa a Death Eater? I think only I think only uh, Lucius is. Well, so, she's a Death Eater by marriage. <laughs> I don't know, but so they're they're all sociopaths. Every single one of them. Like, I mean, that's, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, they're wizards, right? Like that. Like I think having ultimate godlike power probably like removes a little bit of your humanity. <laughs> Once I think there's probably a high incidence of sociopaths and wizardry. That might make sense. Yeah. Chapter 24, Sectum Sempra. Ron and Lavender have split up, which is fine. And so did Ginny and Dean. And Katie Bell is back, so Dean doesn't have a position on the uh, Quidditch team anymore. Yeah, wow. apparently. Kicked him out of his relationship and kicked him off the team. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Just like, with one bump in the elbow. <laughs> Someone needs to keep an eye on Dean, man. I think Dean's okay. He might be having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because apparently Harry's little, like, good luck trip had the perfect effect of cleaning up all of the irritating teenage, teenage drama bullshit we've been dealing with so thanks <laughs> yeah. luck potion you know? <laughs> and uh and yeah like you know this this other kid who is eventually going to i don't know spill a beer on harry potter's clothes 10 years from now well that kid slipped on a uh, slipped down the stairs and died so. yeah. Yeah, thanks, luck potion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so harry's got ron back on and uh He's got a chance at Ginny now, and uh, his Wizard Sports Ball is back on. Like, everything's going great for Harry. Oh, also, I guess Katie Bell survived, so that's nice. Oh, but, yeah, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because that means she, cause she's a better player than Dean. So, that's true. it does benefit Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I just, I feel like he doesn't care as much that Katie Bell survives as the fact that he now has a, another Quidditch player. Maybe Harry didn't drink the potion, the luck potion. Maybe Dean Thomas accidentally drank an unlucky potion. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Poor Dean. I kind of wonder how far back this this uh, luck potion goes because a lot of the things that happen, like I was I was kind of questioning this, like a lot of things that happened had causal events that happened before he drank the love potion, the, mm-hmm. sorry, luck potion, right? Yeah. Like the fact that Slughorn was out there waiting to be, be drunk, and like the fact that Ginny and Dean had fought about this previously, so this was like the 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 
the oh, right. final yeah. event. Mm. Yeah. The fact that Katie was all of a sudden healed, it didn't happen immediately. She was like, just happened to so have it's recovered. like reverse causality here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder how that works. <laughs> There's no time turners, but there are a lot of questions. Harry uses the Marauder's map to locate Draco, and apparently he's the one who's been crying to Moaning Myrtle. This seems a little out of character for Draco, like confiding, confiding in some like unliked ghost girl that everyone kind of... Because he doesn't have anybody else. He yeah, doesn't have he... anybody he can unload to. She's like the safest choice because nobody's going to talk to her or believe her. I feel like Crab and Goyle are pretty loyal, right? I don't... If you're an alpha like that, I don't think you can like cry in front of... Them. Well, I mean, if you're a real alpha, you can cry in front of your bros. Mm. That's true. That's a, that's a super alpha move is crying <laughs> and no one's saying shit because they know what will happen to them. But they're not really his friends, right? And I don't know how sympathetic they would be. That's yeah. right. I don't think they would be. This, the it, Slytherin doesn't seem to have a whole lot of empathy. It, that's a good point. It actually feels very sad. Um, and he's saying cryptic things like, it won't work unless I do it soon. He says it'll kill me. Um, but Harry, he and Harry have a, have a duel. Oh, and Harry finally gets to use that random spell he found without knowing what it does. Yeah, right in the face. Great idea. <laughs> okay, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Draco tried to use the Cruciatus Curse on Harry first, and then Harry tried this spell he didn't know about. And, like, literally nothing can be worse than the three unforgivable curses, right? So if somebody mm-hmm. uses an unforgivable curse on you, like, even if this thing, like, chops off your balls or something, like, it's still not going to be as bad. Balls is choppy. Oh, that, that's Scrotum Sempra? <laughs> 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 Scrotum Sempra. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, is there a cooldown on curses? Why couldn't he just use that grab him by the ankle curse over and over again? Even though the first the one missed. it, yeah. He could have. I, I see. He probably should have. Because it's not as interesting. No, yeah. that's true. It's way funnier if Draco, Draco's bleeding all over the floor, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, he cut him in half? Uh, it's Yeah, so I looked it up because I was unclear exactly on the effects. It causes severe lacerations over your body. I think that's what happened to Hermione last year at the when they went into the ministry, the battle at the ministry. Oh. Remember, because one of the wizards he couldn't talk anymore, but he did a mov- movement at her, a nonverbal. Movement. I thought it was like a purple fire or something. Maybe, hmm. but it's the same idea. You just get like it was a nonverbal spell, and you get really cut up bad. Yeah. It, either way, this is like pretty nasty. It is, but luckily Snape shows up. Conveniently, Snape conveniently, shows Snape shows up mm-hmm. and and is able to mend him. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it, it seems like it, it's even hard for Snape to heal him. It takes him a couple tries. It does. Mm. Yeah, I think Snape knows how to heal this spell because he's the half blood prince. He invented it. <laughs> you're still you're, <laughs> you're still going for that, huh? Yeah. Is, is Snape also Dumbledore or is, is Snape also Voldemort? No, he's Luna. Wait, Luna is Dumbledore or Luna is Voldemort? The other way around. No, Luna is that. No. Snape is Luna, and Dumbledore is Luna, and Luna is uh, Slughorn, but not at the same time. (laughs) We figured it out. It all fits. (laughs) It makes sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Snape uh, Snape saves Malfoy and uh, reads Harry's mind again, because that's just a thing that you can do at Hogwarts, (laughs) break into a student's mind. And, but but I guess it doesn't tell him everything. He just knows that there's a book that has the secret yeah. in it. I think mm-hmm. he's the Half-Blood Prince and he recognizes this and he recognizes that that's his book that in the memory of Harry Potter. Mm. Oh. Maybe, but he orders Harry to bring his books to him and Harry manages to hide it in the Room of Requirements and borrow Ron's book real quick. I love this scene because Snape's like, go get your books and come back. So Harry's running through the halls of Hogwarts. 
drenched in blood, <laughs> and this is not even the first time, <laughs> right? Like, like, oh, hey, Harry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, People probably Harry? don't even question much at this point. <laughs> <laughs> For all they know, someone asking too many questions is how Harry ended up drenched in blood in the first place. <laughs> so, like, it's better not to like, ask. Like, the, the first years, like, open their mouth, and one of the older ones is like, no, 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 don't. Don't, don't acknowledge him. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just, just wave. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, he, you're, like you said, he hides the he hides the book in the room, room of requirement and tries to give tries to give Snape Ron's book, which is labeled <laughs> what is it? Runal Waslip. Okay, something. okay, so that that happened because his pen was like spelling things wrong. Yeah, but it was like it was a, a pen that spells things right. Yeah, only it wore off. Right. So can Ron not spell? <laughs> can, I, like, can Ron not spell his own name? He's been using this spell check. It's like Hermione's been writing literally everything for him for his whole I mean, life. aren't his parents cousins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were both Weasley, right? Like when they got married? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't actually, but okay. they were like second cousins. They make a point of saying like everybody in the pureblood families is related. So <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's Bill and that's Jenny and that's Runel. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's my nickname. It's safe, like, motherfucker, your nickname is the chosen one. Everybody knows your nickname. <laughs> He's like, no, it's something my friends. Got. I know what a nickname is, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You mean the boy who lived? Come on, Harry, you're better than this. Oh, uh, yeah. So Harry is in detention for attacking Draco. I was like, what? Harry's actually suffering real consequences for something he did this time? I mean, real-ish, right? Because this... Cutting a fellow student in half uh-huh. seems like... Eh, not all the way in half, just mostly in half. <laughs> yeah, it, any half amount of half. half. He got better. <laughs> Halfway through in half. <laughs> in quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, he did get better, that's true. It just seems like this should be a little bit more serious than just detention. But he has to miss the final Quidditch game. I know. Yeah, he really likes to play Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, his priorities are like, win that Quidditch Cup, and then fuck up Draco Malfoy. <laughs> check. And then find out whatever Dumbledore is doing with Voldemort. No, 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 no. Get with Ginny. Then oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Then find out whatever Dumbledore is trying to figure out. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, Gryffindor wins without him, and he kisses Ginny. So yeah. that's a thing now. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ooh, smoochikins. I, I know. Like, uh, so really, Gryffindor won anyway, and Harry hooked up with Ginny, so he has no consequences. Like, it all worked out anyway. <laughs> yeah. It really did, didn't it? By the way, I, I want to point out... But oh, remember, sorry, I've mentioned that my favorite thing to happen in these books, or in the Wheel of Time books, is when somebody... Like gets mad and breaks a glass, uh-huh. and Dean Thomas does it. <laughs> he's, uh, you look over at Dean, and he's got a shattered glass in his hand. Bless his heart. So badass. Love the anger glass crush. <laughs> so I, I do want to point out that Harry's detention is just doing a bunch of boring admin work, and as Hogwarts detentions go, this could be a whole lot worse, right? Like, there's nothing trying to kill him. Uh, there's nobody carving anything into his flesh. Like, this is this is like probably low on the list of the worst detentions he's had. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. It's like you have to read note cards of. Dad thinks her dad did when he was a kid. Yeah, that's not even going to leave a scar. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I would love to read a list of bad things my dad did when he was in school. I know, I was thinking. Seriously, that that would actually be kind of fun, right? (laughs) Like, Harry knows so little about his parents that I think he would be delighted to read, like, the detention cards from his dad and Sirius and them fucking around. Also, isn't this just going to give him ideas? 
He's like, oh, oh, hanging someone by the, the thing. Yeah, I like make somebody's head grow up to twice their size. That's pretty funny. <laughs> He's like writing on a note card, then like writing it on his hand for later. He's like two note cards, one for the pocket. Mm-hmm. I would, I would not mind this detention. No, this doesn't actually sound that bad. And like I said, everything works out for Harry. It does. Even Ron's okay with it. He's like, he, he was like, oops, I kissed Jenny, and Ron's like, eh, that's fine. <laughs> if that's what's got to happen. Do what you got to do, well, man. Bring I mean, my sister. What is Ron going to do? Put himself between Harry Potter and Harry Potter's objective? <laughs> He's seen what happens when you do that. Yeah, Ron hasn't lived as long as he has. He's stupid around Harry Potter. That's right. All right, you want my sister? <laughs> sure as my name's Runel Wasler. <laughs> I mean, I was planning on marrying her. Oh, Runel. <laughs> oh, Runel. <laughs> but I guess you can have her. <laughs> He is the worst Weasley. Chapter 25. The Seer Overheard. Hermione finds a prince. A student from long, long time ago named Eileen Prince. Yeah, I was like, come on, Hermione. <laughs> I mean, like, it's fine. It's just, that seems like a little bit stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get she's irritated by this whole situation, but I think she needs to just let it go. I mean, as wizard Nick games go, that's, that's about par for the course. <laughs> that's that's people give themselves, right? Death Eaters. Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess now that Harry and Ginny are together, it's just down to Ron and Hermione, right? I guess so. Yep. Man, the music is ending and Hermione's going to have to sit in that chair. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> She's like looking around the room and it's like, <laughs> Dean's got a broken glass of gin. No. <laughs> this other guy's like kind of a grabby like asshole. No. <laughs> Right. I'm stuck with Renal. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this like crooked, yeah. like, like glazed, yeah. distant smile on his face. In between hey. your IQ and mine, maybe we'll make one normal person. <laughs> Hermione Waslip, eh? <laughs> she she doesn't have to change her name. It's, it's she she should probably just keep her. Granger's a good name. Yeah, Granger's yeah. fine name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry Waslip. <laughs> Harry is summoned by Dumbledore. And on the way, he runs into Trelawney, who'd been trying to hide her liquor bottles in the room of a requirement. I love this. There's got to be a better place to hide your liquor bottles in the mouth. I was just saying, okay, look. She ends up dumping them in like a vase or an enormous urn. What about the trash can? <laughs> what? If, no, she's a witch, right? Like, there's a, oh, yeah. I, there, you can vanish, you can literally vanish objects. <laughs> there's, there are a lot of better ways to get rid of, uh, getting rid of trash than putting them in a magic room, right? I'm, just match them into the Muggle Ocean or something like, like, like normal people do. Have we ever seen her do magic? I mean, she's done her bullshit like divination stuff. But have we seen her perform magic? Ooh, maybe she's not a very good witch. She might not be. Yeah. Uh, I literally can't think of anything except maybe she... The only thing I can think of is she creates that cr- silvery, laddery thing to get up to her classroom. But that might just be something the castle does. True, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she doesn't have a better way to deal with things than maybe she's tossing just, in a secret. She's too drunk her. all the time. Maybe she's not magic at all. Maybe yeah. she's just a oracle-ish. Oh, but not a very good oracle. No, a mediocre oracle. It's kind of hard to say. Me- <laughs> mediocre. Medi- mediocre oracle. <laughs> mediocre oracle. Yeah. Mediocre. Uh, but yeah, it's funny because Dumbledore is calling Harry to his office to advance the main quest line, and Harry's like, "But there's a side quest over here." <laughs> Tr- Trelawney's at the room requirement. He's like. That is my favorite side quest. So you say Malfoy's in there. Well, she she gets ejected from the room and hears somebody whooping with joy. 
Yeah, saying he says something like, didn't he actually say something like he finally did it? Or I don't remember. Did they say that? I don't remember. Or maybe I it's mean, just a, maybe it's it's just that he whoops with somebody whoops, and Harry's like, "That's Malfoy. That means he solved his problem. That yeah, means everything's <laughs> definitely jumping to conclusions here." Yeah. I mean, it could have been Hermione and Runel finally hooking up. Right? Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Score one for Runel. <laughs> <laughs> And then Hermione, of course, ejects all the witnesses. From the room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Hermione! Mm. We're so mean to Ron. <laughs> I know, poor guy. Harry convinces Trelawney that she should tell Dumbledore, and Trelawney tells him she's recalling her first interview with Dumbledore when she was interviewing to teach at Hogwarts when she unwittingly made that prophecy about him. And that's when we find out, and this is a huge bombshell, Snape was the one who overheard that prophecy, or part the partial prophecy, brought that information to Voldemort, which led to Voldemort seeking out and killing his parents. Yeah, so Snape, it's basically Snape's fault that Harry's parents are dead, and he's a defense against Dark Arts Professor. Yep. This dude is toast. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm surprised he's still alive right I know, now, like, at this point. Yeah, Harry can barely contain himself. <laughs> That's right. He's got his wand out. He's like, oh, I'm going to get him. Mm-hmm. But, he did, but that's kind of interrupted. He doesn't have time to really process it because he's going to go with Dumbledore to get the Horcrux in that cave that the woman who ran the orphanage had mentioned chapters and chapters ago. Yeah, that's right, where he uh, first tortured children. Mm-hmm. So Harry Potter has made progress because he thinks about smashing all of Dumbledore's stuff now that he's super angry, but then he doesn't. <laughs> Way to go, Harry. Good job, Harry. That's progress, yeah. Harry mad. Harry smash? <laughs> no. Harry smash Dumbledore sad. No, Harry, Harry smash Harry not get to go on adventure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like he doesn't want to piss Dumbledore off enough that he won't take right him on Right now, adventure. in this moment. Yeah, right. Harry thinks that Malfoy is going to do something tonight while he and Dumbledore are gone. So he gives the rest of his Felix Felicis to Ron and Hermione. I love that, like, he's about to go on the, the, the main quest. And he's like, no, i got to take a side trip for this Malfoy thing. It's like, dude, let the <laughs> fucking go. It does not matter. Uh, this is not important, man. Yeah, they're going to get back to the castle and Malfoy will have been just like sitting in the Slytherin dungeon watching HGTV or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Malfoy likes. Wait, wait, wizards? Do I have wizards? They have don't TV? have TV. No. Oh. Listening to the wireless. Right. Wait, do they have wireless? I mean, they do at the borough. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why they listen to that sexy song one. Yeah, that, that cauldron sex song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Banging in the cauldron or whatever it was. <laughs> so, I have a theory. Um, Dumbledore is not actually a mastermind, uh, mm-hmm. pulling threads, making everybody dance like puppets. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. He is high on Felix Felicis all the time. Oh. He is a, a Felix Felicis junkie. Oh. That's why he seems kind of out of it and a little zany and, uh, and you know, not, not really caring about what's going on in the world around him, but everything seems to break his way. Oh. Wait, didn't, di- didn't Slughorn say there's a reason you can't drink Felix Felicis all the time? Uh, I don't think so. Does I think. it make your hand wither up? Uh, <laughs> I mean... I thought he said it was something about it being poisonous, but it, I don't remember. No, I think it was just it's really hard to make. Oh, okay. But yeah, you could only have a steady supply of it if you, you know, ran a school with a potions teacher <laughs> that's under your thumb. I mean... Because these committed crimes in the past. It's funny you say that because they, I think at one point they did say something like, 
oh, let's just make some more of it. And they looked it up as like, oh, it takes too long to make. It's like, where did you get it the first time, idiots? You know, <laughs> like you think Slughorn doesn't have more of that shit lying around? I bet he does. Mm-hmm. That's a dude who likes to keep you know valuable stuff lying around. Well, he he probably doesn't have a lot of that stuff laying around because remember when we met that guy, he was pretending to be a chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So we got kind of a fun question from a listener. And by the way, if you want to um, give us a question to discuss, you can drop us a line at hello at mwapodcast.com and we might discuss it. The question here was, they asked us to rank the defense against the dark arts professors. Okay. In, in terms of what? Sexiness or <laughs> bangability? Well, let's, well, let's start with Lockhart, sexiness. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Lockhart. Sexiness, Lockhart. Lockhart by a, by a leap. Right? Wait, mm-hmm. hold on. I have to think about this. Because at this point we've had six of them. Is that okay. right? So okay. it, it, it could be. Let's do an order. Quirrell. Yeah. Quirrell. Quirrell. Uh, Lockhart. Lockhart. Um, Lupus. Lupin. Lupus. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Lupus. Um, Matt, I'm Moody. Matt, I'm Moody. Well, but not but really. it's actually Barty Crouch, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then number five was... Snape. No, the, but, the, Wait, but no. he's in his sixth year, so there's been six of them. Oh, shit, right. Oh, oh um, Umbridge. Umbridge! That's right. Yeah, okay. we just wanted to forget Umbridge. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so, and then Snape. So, vulnerability. Gilderoy Lockhart, obviously, number one. Right. Yeah. Two, I'm thinking... Snape. You think, Snape. Wait. Yeah, he'd be real intense. He has, <sighs> he has a dark charisma. I, 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 I bet banging Lupin would be fun. Like, he's a werewolf, man. Oh, I think he'd be too worried about, like, hurting you or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a Sorry. werewolf. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that as a werewolf, he is not worried about hurting you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I know, I don't know how you get down. Wink! You gotta catch him in a full moon, then you get a wild ride. <laughs> You've never been balls I mean, deep in a werewolf? Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's an adventure. It's like 25 days of vanilla and three days at Rocky Road. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's so dumb. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Gilderoy Lockhart, you guys say Snape? Uh, yeah. I think so. He's okay. got it going on. All right. I, 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 I'd say Lupin, personally, for my number yeah, two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But then, uh, so after Snape? Mm. I mean, I put Quirrell at the bottom, right? As the, For vulnerability? I mean, I Umbridge put Umbridge at the bottom, right? Umbridge would be a hate fuck. Yeah, but like she's like she, just okay. Based on the way she talks, think about what she sounds like during sex. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. She could be a freak. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I bet like the the she's really uptight in her day job, and she's the unwinds between the sheets. You know, mm, that's uh, true. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's fair. So maybe she's a little bit wild in sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, who, who? I mean, Barty Crouch was crazy, so that'd probably be fun. But, and the nice thing is, he's, you, you get two for one on that one, right? Because you can, like, mid fuck, he goes from Mad Eye Moody to Barty Crouch, then the poly just pushes oh, himself, right? He makes eye contact in every position. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> that true. That is good. That magic eyeball, man. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be reading chapters 26 through the end. It's going to be our last episode of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince before the movie. I am Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Mike Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at mwapodcast.com. We and love here. <laughs> we love hearing from you. And if you give us a question, we might even answer it on air. 
Please share this with anyone who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews, especially on iTunes. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, finite podcast. podcast.